A present reality. Someone once argued that there would be no morality and no conscience if we did not have a sense of the future. If we could see only the present and lived wholly in the present moment, we would achieve goodness here and now because we would be unable to postpone the moment of conversion to some indefinite future time. Perhaps part of the explanation of the phenomenal religious impact which Judaism had on the world is that in the Hebrew language there was no future tense. This sense of the eternal presentness of God pervades both the Old and New Testaments. To Moses, God is described as calling himself, I am. Tell them that I am sends you. And Jesus not only preached the kingdom of heaven as already arrived among men, but said of himself, Before the prophets were, I am. This sense of the presentness of the kingdom suffuses the testimony that St. Paul proclaimed. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. Listen now to these words from the opening paragraph of chapter 5 of Romans. And listen with special attention to the tenses he uses. Now that we have been justified through faith, let us continue at peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have been allowed to enter the sphere of God's grace where we now stand. Let us exult in the hope of the divine splendor that is to be ours. You will see that the main effect of this passage is to draw our attention to what condition we are in now, to draw our minds into a steady concentration on the present moment. The extraordinary dynamism of these words and the whole of St. Paul is that the marvel, the splendour, the unimaginable reality of the condition we are in here and now is so overwhelming that we can hardly keep our concentration steady. We have been allowed to enter the sphere of God's grace where we now stand. Jesus has blazed the trail for us and through his own experience has incorporated us in his present state, which is his glorious communion with the Father in his risen life, a life that now pervades the whole of creation. We stand in the sphere of God's grace because we are where he is and he is where we are. We are in him, and his spirit is in us. And yet, that passage I read ended with the words, Let us exult in the hope of the divine splendor that is to be ours. Why do we now seem to have returned to a postponement of our entering the sphere of God's grace? Is Paul's rhetoric tripping him up and leading him to contradict himself? No. What he is saying is what Jesus was saying. The kingdom of heaven is upon you, is within you. But you must realize this. You must let your consciousness expand and your awareness develop. We are already in the sphere of God's grace 
because the Spirit has been sent into our hearts. But because we have been created in the image of God, we are called to self-awareness. We ourselves must become aware of what Jesus has achieved for us. We must realize the persons we already are. This is the purpose of our meditation, to lead us to a full awareness of who we are, where we are, to stop hovering in the realms of eternal postponement. We must touch down in the concrete reality of the present moment, where our divine splendor is revealed. We must become still. We have to learn how to pay attention steadily and continuously to the reality of our being in the here and now. Père de Cossard called this the sacrament of the present moment. And this is what the mantra leads us into, into a full awareness of the divine splendor of the eternal present. The mantra is our sacrament of the present moment. <laughs> 